Hello Scorpio friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Scorpio June 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That's the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month, including written horoscopes. And if you forget that website by the time we're done here, because I'm going to give you lots of information, then if you're watching through YouTube, then click on the little more button with the arrow to the bottom right, and it will reveal the notes that has that and other links. And if you're listening on podcasts, just look into the look at the notes underneath the podcast, and that will show the link. You don't want to miss anything I work hard to make for you. Okay, now this is for you if Scorpio is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or anything else you watch Scorpio for. And if you're a very late degree Scorpio, so we'll say around November 15th through the rest of the sign, or 23 to 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you listen to or watch my Sagittarius report. Your very late degree friends are going to benefit from both the Scorpio report and the Sagittarius report. Okay, so first big must know for Scorpio is you are still having your um, sector of relationships highlighted. Now, this is really highlighted from the perspective of the Scorpio Taurus eclipses, which I talk more about in the April and May reports because that's when the eclipses were. But we still have a strong gathering of planet, planets there. Mercury is still, you know, moving there. Venus is going to do its pretty much full circuit through Taurus. You've got some long-term energies there. So relationships are on your mind as they usually tend to be for Scorpio anyway, and keeping balance within your relationships is going to continue to be tough. Trying to find that beautiful balance of interdependence rather than codependence or too much independence is going to be what you are working on at this time and you will have lots of opportunities to do that. You need some help, okay? That's what your chart is telling me, that there is a very good chance that there's something that you need some help with and you have been very internal about it and not going external to get the help. Now, it could be that somebody close to you could be saying, hey, buddy, you need some help, and they're activating that for you and doing it to, to, to help you, and that could happen. But just let those words ring in your ears if, you know, if someone is like, hey, can I help you with that? Or here, let me do this for you. Instead of saying, no, 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 I'm fine, just maybe accept it, okay? That's one of the big must-knows for Scorpio at this time is that you do actually need help with some things. It could be more serious or more important than you're giving it credit for, and help is there, so just say yes, okay? That's, that's the big, big must know. The next thing is that you are in a position to benefit tremendously from work that someone else has done or support that someone else wants to give you, not from a personal perspective, but like the government or like a loan or you know consolidating debt or getting help with paying off taxes or something like that those you know scorpio energies are starting to get lit up at this time from the movements into gemini of the sun and then mercury is going to get there as well so all of these things that you know the best scorpio things like deep metaphysical questions and deep psychological studies and mysteries and you know, the unknown, that is all getting highlighted at this time. And there's a bright light there. The sun is there. The sun, the sun acts like a spotlight for better and worse. So if you bring a sun into it, the, or a light in this case, right, into a dark room, you can see. So it's like, yay, you're going to have light shed on intimacy issues or topics, light shed on the topics of um, power, powerlessness, 
you know, victimhood, tyrants, victim versus tyrants, all of these storylines are being, are having a spotlight and you're going to see beautiful things that you're like, yes, let's keep those, let's manifest more. And you're going to see some things where you're like, ooh, that's yucky, let's deal with that. Either from you or from someone else. But if someone else is doing it and you're experiencing it from the perspective of the holographic reality, it's still within you to be attracting it in. So you've got definitely some opportunities here to look at your close personal connections and to benefit tremendously from work other people have done or to be a support to someone else. Okay, this isn't just about, hey Scorpio, you need help. It's about, hey Scorpio, maybe you're in a position to help somebody. And it might be the perfect time to do that. Um, and that can be very enriching and fulfilling for you. Okay, so next big must know is that we do have Mars barreling through um, your house of health. And we are gonna have a clash um, with with that planet as well. So the transit's there, Chiron is there long-term, um, Jupiter is now there. And so let's really, really break this down. You've got a short-term intense focus and an extended long-term focus on your health. And it doesn't just have to be like, hey, there's something wrong. It could be, how can you make it even better? You know, maybe you're doing well and you're healthy and things that you're doing are, are working. Maybe now you're seeing the fruits of labors that you put in. Maybe that's what it's about. But you definitely will have a lot of motivation and impetus to further improve your health. And, you know, from the perspective of Scorpio, this is really getting that tendency to go inward and downward. There are energetic signatures of each of the signs that, you know, are 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 what our understandings of those signs come from. And you have like an inward and downward spiral. And so when you go in, spiral in and down, um, that means you can repress a lot of feelings or pain. You may have a super high pain tolerance. And this is a time where you're just sort of elucidating something that might really need some attention, including stress management. If you, if I could pick you to do something and you would listen to me, if that, if I could wish that into reality, one of the most important things I wish you would must know and do something about this month is to just make one choice that will reduce your stress levels. So if you would take my little challenge there to just see one thing, and that could be any number of things. That could be meditating, that could be breathing, that could be exercising, that could be writing a letter and then you know tearing it up of something that's bothering you that could be setting a boundary that could be taking on a little less work that could be delegating you know it can come any way but hopefully you'll accept my challenge that you'll just look at the one thing hopefully it'll be the one thing that you most need to do but you know we can work baby steps if if not if you really 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 want to make the most of this energy really get real with yourself about the one thing you can do that will most positively transform your health and your experience and your wellness and take action on that especially in the second half of the month you can kind of evaluate it in the first half and then take action in the second half okay so more must know let's see what we got going on here um okay there's an amazing aspect on june 21st which you can feel in the days before and after this is an earth aspect which means it makes a wonderful favorable aspect for you particularly so not only do you have the goodies of that we all have of the potential of having that you have the goodies that get drilled down you know because it's a an earth sign that's in sync with your water sign 
So this is Venus making a trine to Pluto, um, and this is at 28 degrees. Okay, so when we are talking about Venus, we're looking at love and relationships and beauty and self-esteem and money and finances and fulfillment and just all of those goodies that Venus, my grandma Marge, AKA my grandma Marge rules. And then Pluto, you know Pluto, Pluto's your ruler. Transformation, rising from the, the phoenix rising from the ashes, you know, combustion used in a positive, hopefully, way. Birth, death, transformation, rebirth, regeneration. Those energies combining in wonderful ways. So you might see positive news from your money or your love or your confidence in yourself. And that is part of a longer term theme where, and this is from the perspective of the South Node transiting, which is karmic, karmic stories, that the South Node is trying to whittle away any of the foundational self-esteem issues that have been stopping you from experiencing more joy. And so there are multiple ways that this could come up for you to have a boost, to have a breakthrough, to heal something foundational, to help you experience more joy. Okay, so that's very exciting. And this is true for all Scorpio placements. There's a chance you can get an extra kiss if you're in the very late degree. So basically those same people who I said to watch the Sag reports, like 23 degrees to the rest of the sign, um, and the closer you are to 28 degrees, Oh, and so that's like November 15th through the rest of the sign. And then the closer to like November 20th or so, the more of a direct kiss that you get from this aspect. Okay, um, just wanna jump ahead here to, uh, just gonna talk about this very briefly. Your ruler Mars, Mars is a co-ruler for Scorpio and Mars is going to go retrograde later in the year with the shadow period starting in September. We're going to talk a lot about this as we move forward, but I just want to remind you that June, July, and August is not in Mars retrograde, and you want to take full advantage of the fact that your ruler isn't going to be offline, okay? So anything that requires ambition, zest, follow-through, persistence, you know, um, motivation, really look to these this June, July, August time frame because once Mars goes retrograde, Although some people, especially those of you who have Mars retrograde in your natal chart, might experience like robust um, ambition. For the most part, people ruled by Mars, and I am also because I have Aries rising and Mars is my only ruler. I get really lazy, really lazy when Mars is in retrograde. And if you know me at all, you know I am not a lazy person at all. But I get like, oh gosh, wow, I just wanna like chill out. So if you have to do something that requires you not being in that mode, you wanna take advantage of this time now, okay? All right, so on that topic, let's go into the four big must-knows for the general transits and a little sneak peek into um, July and August and understanding how you can best use the cycle that is manifesting in June. Okay, so we've got four big must-knows from the general transit must-know perspective, which is true for all signs, but very critical to know to understand the energies of this month. The first big must-know is that our sweet versus salty ratio, as far as the aspects, are yay. Now, if you're not familiar with my little Annie terms here, 
sweet aspects are the ones where the planets are in harmony and tend to bring nice outcomes. And the salty ones are when the planets are kind of grouchy and they can bring nuisance, uh, nuisance um, events. So we've got almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. Again, this month, we've got a several month sequence where this has been happening, but June is the last month because July, it will start to favor the challenging aspects more over the sweet ones. So we want to soak this up while we can. Something else important about this, um, this ratio here is that even some of the few salty aspects or potentially salty aspects this month are ones that are conjunctions, which means they could go either way. A conjunction is not a, is a neutral aspect. It could be very positive or very challenging. And so even of some of these salty ones that are there, they, some of them could go, could be super positive. And of the other ones that aren't conjunctions, they all have sweet aspects happening on the same day or very close to the, any of the remaining salty ones. So that's super positive for the general climate of this month. Of course, we know that general aspects, any particular ones of them don't always drizzle down into, um, our personal experience, but it's definitely an important piece to consider. The next, next big exciting must know is that eclipse heat of this season is fading. April and May were our big eclipses. Definitely look at my April and May um, horoscope reports, either through podcast or video on YouTube, to see where these areas, what areas of life for each of your signs might be um, affected and some of the, the other themes that could be in the backdrop. You, you can check that out there. But what we're excited about here is that April and May can be super anxiety ridden in the way that change is coming, but you don't really know what it is and you feel something's opening, but you're not really sure the details. And it's just sort of a time when the air is electric. You feel like you have your fingers stuck in a socket and that is starting to fade in June. While we could have some very important eclipse related news and events come in, the biggest heat of the season will be behind us by this time and we are celebrating that. The next big must know is that we've got a hybrid month this month. So we've got retrograde until around June 2nd, depending on your time zone. And with every day we move towards June 19th, that post Mercury retrograde shadow period will clear. So essentially, you know, the first half of the month is retrograde and the first or the second half is direct. So let's just look at my handy chart to remind you of what that means. So for the first half of June, you want to deal with what comes up not conjure things to do because you're not really sure clarity is still coming. You want to clear out clutter in your mind, in your relationships. The things that were swept under the rug, they're going to come out, so it's time to deal with them. And time to make new space for new projects and experiences. So you want to get those piles off your desk so that new projects can come in. You want to get those creative babies out, you know, maybe not out yet because we're not quite in the launch zone yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But you want to get those creative babies finished up, polished up, edited, um, so you can send them out into the world. We've got an amazing time for last minute magic. So May and June is superb for leaving yourself unscheduled, as unscheduled as possible, because last minute magic will come in and you're more likely to be able to say yes to an opportunity that comes if you're not super scheduled. And the things you schedule are probably going to shift or be called into question anyway, so it just makes sense. It's amazing to do research in this time. So let's say you want to do something at the end of June or July, August, when we're in our um, direct period. So we've got, let's see, June 19th through 
August 21st is our big direct period, and then the days leading up to June 19th, we're still in the retrograde. So you might want to wrap up these loose ends, do your research about the things you're going to do in this time, you know, make your bookings, do your stuff, then. A lot of times confusion, not being able to see very far ahead is a, is a, is a hallmark of the retrograde. And this is because you're not supposed to be making plans. You're supposed to be dealing with the things that come up. Being in the moment and not, you know, having to worry about too much strategizing or planning and just being in the now is always a good idea, but it's especially well indicated in the retrograde because it helps to prevent you from doing things that are better for the direct. If you're focused on this very moment, you're less likely to be doing the things that are better off in the direct flow. And it's a good time to honor the flow and not force things, okay? Now, Sometimes we have to take the bull by the horns and get them out of the china shop, right? And for these, for this activity, I suggest June 19th through August 21st. And as you get closer to June 19th, you'll feel these days will start to get, you know, more open. It will be a gradual process through the month of changing. And so launches, you know, your big creative baby that you polished up over here, bringing it out here. The things that you researched here, making the decisions about here, you know, in the in the direct time. So basically, you know, for those of you listening and not watching, I've got a visual here and you can always see the visual component um, on YouTube if you're watching or listening through podcasts. But, you know, basically the things that you research in the retrograde, you can make your decisions about them in the direct. Um, the things that you're talking about, just kind of experimenting with. This is another thing that's nice here in the retrograde is experimenting. Things you're experimenting with can turn into agreements in the direct time. So the second half of June, all of July and most of August is this time for the direct energy launches, big decisions, agreements, investments, moves, brand new projects, clarity, future planning, pushing and initiating and being a little bit more um, proactive um, in this time of direct. So June is a special month in the way that it will reflect all of um, all of these facets and you'll see that switching over as the month goes on. Then we've got a red alert, okay? So, you know, I'm an, I'm an optimist, I'm a Sagittarius, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. I see everything through the lens of how this can be good even if it's challenging, how we can reframe something to improve our experience. And I, my work is very much focused that way. But if there's something you just really have to watch out for that's kind of nasty, I am going to also tell you that. And we do have one of those red alert aspects here. The aspect isn't actually until June, I mean, rather July 1st. Um, but because it's Mars and Pluto, I see that influence be super strong five days before, five days after. It could be a little more than that, even a week. But um, so the whole end of June, when we've got some other really nice aspects going on, we still have this same, you know, something, this challenging aspect to look out for. You don't want to antagonize a crazy person. You don't want to antagonize someone that's clearly out of control or having a hard time. Um, you don't want to not be paying attention. You know, you don't want to force things from the perspective of like an ego push. Like if you have righteous indignation about something and you're going to go battle with somebody who could be a formidable competitor, you don't really want to bring that at this time. And some people who you think are not formidable, you know, um, competitors here, they might, they might bring some fire that you're not expecting. So just be really careful in those days around the end of June and the beginning of July, because this is going to be a very strong influence 
don't let this make you concerned, you know, too concerned. You just have to be more aware. And it, it definitely can cast a little shadow on some of the sweet aspects of the month, but it's only influencing there at the end. And we do have a lot of sweetness to help balance this out. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.